0: Hey Hopers, happy Thursday again and Merry Christmas as Christmas is right around the corner, just two days away. I'm really excited for this holiday season, but I think that this message for today is actually really appropriate for the holiday season because we're talking about anxiety, stress, things that should not exist during a time of celebration of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and His birth. God sending His Son, our Savior, to earth for us. It doesn't really sound like a time that would cause stress and yet because of all the trappings that we've given it in the modern day in our commercial society um sometimes we get stressed out because we're having family members over because we're having relatives in our houses in our spaces because we have to worry about buying gifts we're worrying about money worrying about all this kind of stuff that doesn't really matter to the true meaning of christmas um but we have very real stress either way so Today, we're looking at day nine of Live in Grace, Walk in Love, Bob Goff's 365-day devotional. And it is titled, Don't Worry About All the Steps Begin. Now, he's not talking about worrying over gifts or relatives coming over. He's talking about this mission, living in grace and walking in love. And he's saying, don't worry about the steps. Don't worry about the possible consequences. Don't worry about how hard it's going to be just start. It's very similar to some of his previous messages about not being distracted, alright? Worries and anxieties are some things that are our primary distractors, and also not being afraid of doing what we're made to do. Um, Fear is also very tightly wound together with anxiety in most of our lives, but it is a big enough, important enough problem, stress that is, that He feels the need to call attention to it by itself, and I think that I agree with him there, because stress is, I don't know about you, but it's a pretty big issue in my own personal journey. So let's read the Bible passage that he gives us, which is Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven, a classic when it comes to anxiety talks in the church. And it reads, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There are a few things here that I want to look at, and the first of which being this idea that not being anxious about anything at all. Anything, that word anything. Don't be anxious about anything, right? That, right away, sets me up for feeling like, wow. That's just too big of a calling, God, right? It's something that just feels like, I can't do that. Um, And he says, but in every situation, instead of being anxious about things, whenever you would be anxious, instead, in every situation, by prayer and petition, so we're seeing a call back to the power of prayer, right? The power of coming to God with thanksgiving, with the right attitude in our mind, right? present your requests to God. This is kind of interesting. It's this idea that no matter what is stressing us out, no matter what's giving us anxiety, God can fulfill whatever need is at the root of that stress, whether that's a need for attention or love or finances or food or security, whatever is causing us anxiety, anything on that spectrum that encompasses all aspects of human life, they could be presented as requests to God. And God can fulfill our every need. Which is pretty amazing. But it gets even better because he says, if you do that, if you present those requests to God, he can fulfill your every need. And the way he does that is the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. So a peace that is completely unfathomable, is completely unbelievable and unlikely and improbable. Because of whatever situation is causing our anxiety, right? So it doesn't make any sense that you would have peace to this extent when you have all of these worries to deal with. But the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That last part, the guarding your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, that's so interesting because it reveals something about anxiety that we don't really pay that much attention to. First of all, We all know that anxiety attacks us. It feels like we're being attacked. Sometimes we have literally anxiety attacks. We feel like we're being attacked. And if there's a lot of stress in our lives, it often feels like spiritual attack, like the devil and the forces of evil are coming after you and trying to stop you from flourishing, from having joy and from having peace by attacking you with all these things that are going to stress you out. And this peace does protect you against that. But I also think... If you think about it in another way, this guarding of your hearts and your minds—it's the idea that stress doesn't just hurt us in a way that feels like an attack, but it also hurts us in a way that damages us and makes our heart makes us more susceptible to sin. I think that this guarding of our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus—that's a very spiritual message there. Okay, it's a very spiritual idea. We're being protected. Our hearts and minds protected by Christ Jesus. And to the extent that we are not allowing ourselves to become anxious over these stressful things, we are instead putting our hearts and minds guarded together in Christ Jesus. And I think that that has implications about how likely you are to sin. If you think about it, the more stressed out about a situation you are, the more likely you are to take things into your own hands and try to deal with it yourself. Instead of going to God to find that peace that surpasses understanding, you figure, I've got to figure this out myself, and I'll do whatever it takes to get rid of that stress. And that very quickly leads us down roads that lead to dangerous places, right? Where we are putting our confidence in things that aren't God, Instead instead of we're putting our confidence in ourselves, or in the people around us, or in money, or in other worldly things like our job, or something, looking for satisfaction and peace in places where we absolutely cannot find it because they are not God, they are the world. Okay, let's see what Bob Goff has to say about this. He uses the analogy of a marathon to talk about what it's like to be a Christian on our walk with God experiencing anxiety. You know, the idea that you're on a marathon and you're running and your body is in severe pain and you you feel like you can't make it but somehow you have to get through to the end, right? It does sound a lot like um, the Christian walk. And he writes, all the friends I've asked say they couldn't think too far ahead when they felt like they were falling apart. In other words, they couldn't think about mile 22 when they were on mile 21 because it was just too overwhelming. They had to focus on putting one foot in front of another and repeating this until they finally crossed the finish line. I think there is absolutely just such wisdom in that thought process. That as Christians, rather than looking at the Bible and going, okay, how do I do this? How do I follow God? How do I be faithful in every single aspect of life? Perfectly to the T, where are the lines? What are the rules? Let me do it. That attitude spirals you into legalism which is also very dangerous. Instead, having this attitude of just, I'm in the moment and I need to get from this moment to the next moment with God. And so instead of worrying about the next thing that's gonna happen, the next thing you have to do, the next thing God's gonna push you into, instead, just being in the moment with God, where you are, where he has you right now, and without anxiety, being thankful for whatever he's providing for you in that moment, being thankful for whatever he's teaching you in that moment, and just going through it with thanksgiving, going through it with peace, allowing Christ to guard your heart and mind, and just get through that moment, and then the next moment's gonna come, and the next moment's gonna be hard too, but you just do the same thing again. If you can learn to come to God on a daily basis, then you can do that every day. And if you can do that every day, then you'll always be doing it. (laughs) It's kind of self-explanatory, but it's also a lot easier said than done, right? But I think there is some value in that to think of it as a day-by-day process or in this marathon analogy, a mile-by-mile process, rather than trying to go, okay, how do I fix myself for the rest of my life? That might be a little bit too daunting, Um, but there is hope, right, that we're offered here that if we can present these requests to God, as frequently as we present them, that's how frequently we're going to find that peace. And last, I want to read another verse to you guys that I think is really important here. And it's John chapter 14, verse 27. It says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. This is Jesus um, talking about the inheritance that he's leaving behind for the disciples and for us right he when he makes that comparison between what he gives to us versus what the world gives he says not as the world giveth I give I unto you because that contrast he's talking about is that whereas when humans when men and women when parents when people die and they leave behind inheritances they leave behind land houses gold right they leave behind money and things that are temporary where jesus leaves behind peace the peace of god which we know here from philippians transcends all understanding that peace is christ's gift to us it is his parting gift that he gives to us as he goes ahead of us to the heavenly throne. So guys, I think it's really important that we accept that That gift is something that's really important for our lives, for us to be healthy, and also, in the context of guarding our hearts and minds, for us to do well and to live righteously. I think that this peace is not just like a good bonus gift that we get, but something that's completely necessary to being a good, functioning Christian. All right, so I pray, my prayer for you is that You learn something from this and that you can find that peace. You can take some practices into your life that will allow you to find God with your problems, with your anxieties and your stressors, and take them to him and leave them there and actually accept that gift of peace that Jesus offers us. And again, if I don't see you, Merry Christmas.